Underwriting for AutoLine this week, provided by... People are, are going to have apprehensions about going into the dealership because it's the largest purchase they're going to make in their lifetime next to their house. So they have to figure, can I afford this? True Car gets to the heart of the matter. Within 60 seconds, you're going to find out what the average customer is paying for that car. True Car helps you enjoy the car buying process because you're spending less time negotiating price. You're going to find yourself focusing on what's the right car for you and have a lot of fun with that. Experience a whole new way to buy a car with True Car. From the Auto Line Studios, here is your host, John McElroy. I want to thank you for joining us on AutoLine this week. Are you in the market for a used car? Have you ever considered a CPO used car? Do you even know what CPO means? Well, you're going to learn it on this show because we've got three people who really know what it's all about. Jared Rowe is the president of Auto Trader. Todd Feitz is the national CPO manager for the Ford Motor Company. And Sam Slaughter is the owner of the Sellers Automotive Group, which amongst other brands has Buick, GMC, Subaru, and Chevy. And I want to thank you all for joining us here on AutoLine this week. So, Jared, I'll start with you. What is CPO? What does it stand for? What, what is this all about? Well, we've done a tremendous amount of research with, uh, with consumers, figuring out how they think about uh, certified. And what it really means to, to, uh, to consumers is peace of mind. Um, and the interesting thing about it is when they understand it, and there's a good portion of the consumers who don't understand what it means, um, but they'll actually attribute an economic value to it. They believe that that peace of mind is worth north of $2,000 when they're looking to buy a, uh, a used car. Todd, CPO? Uh, it's been great for the Ford Motor Company brands. We reinvested in our program about three years ago. We've uh, doubled our growth from 130,000 to over 270,000. And uh, I would agree with, with Jared. The number one uh, uh, worry beat for a used car customer is peace of mind. Is this a good, worthy car? And the certified product really goes a long way to solve that equation for a consumer. Sam, you're a dealer. Uh certified pre-owned. How does the process work from the dealer end of things? Actually, from our end, uh, it's a pretty easy process and goes well with how we do with all of our used cars because we inspect every used car, whether it's a certified car or not. Uh, but what we, what we have with the certified programs, which are primarily factory run, although there are some individual uh, dealers doing their own, primarily it, it, it is the fact that it's backed by the factory, that I'm going to certify to a customer that the car is right, but the factory is going to back up the, the you know, if, if something happens to me, they can go to any other branded dealer and, and they still have the same uh, protection. So for us, it's transparency to the customer. Todd, what does Ford require for a car to be certified pre-owned by the Ford Motor Company? Well, a couple key things. First of all, we, we are checking the background of each car to make sure it doesn't have any disqualifying branded title, uh, even airbag deployment. We will not allow those vehicles into our program. So that's first and foremost. So if it's been in almost any kind of an accident? It, it's it, been any type of frame damage uh, in a flood, uh, any kind of odometer rolled, uh, you know, any situation like that, we exclude those cars from our program. Uh, the next key thing is they're, you know, thoroughly inspected uh, on our Ford product, 172-point inspection, our Lincoln product, 200-point inspection. Uh, so reconditioned to like new standards and, and put on the lot, and again, backed by Ford Motor Company, great warranties. What, what kind of, give, give us some uh, examples of what the warranty would include. So on our Ford product, we have a 12-12 comprehensive warranty that, that pretty much covers uh, almost everything on the car with uh, 
the exception of some wear items, and that starts either at the end of the Ford Basic warranty, 336, or you get 1212 from the day that you purchase whichever is longer for the customer. And then the Ford product also has a 7100,000 mile powertrain warranty from the original in-surface date. On our Lincoln product, we have a six-year, 100,000-mile comprehensive warranty from the original warranty start date. So very good warranties, both back no by Ford. No kidding. That's, that's impressive. So, Sam, a, a used car comes in. Walk me through. How, how do you guys evaluate whether it's good enough to be a CPO, and, and what kind of inspections do you do? Well, so, so you know, each car stands on its own, and we it's sort of a triage system, right? So, you know, the, the cherry car that comes in with the little lady drove it to church on Sunday, that's going to be a certified car. Uh, you know, a car with, with mileage that's over the parameters or a car that, uh, uh, you know, maybe just isn't quite standing tall enough, that's sort of in our better bucket, uh, which we still have a great market for. Um, and then, you know, we have some cars that aren't so great, uh, but, you know, they're still good for your 16-year-old to drive to high school back and, and so we make sure those are safe but there's there's a, a certain number of cars that, that really just fall out of the mix that you know there anything that's been in a flood or anything that's been in a wreck or something if it has a bad carfax it gets auctioned uh, there's just no the, there's no value to the customer in that kind of car in our market Jared, years ago a used car was a used car mm -hmm. when did this whole cpo idea start and why well it's been going for quite a while right the uh, the oems have been actually pushing this for a while and, and what's more interesting to me as opposed to when it started is how much more growth we have in it when you really look at what consumers uh, believe in terms of cpo or what they understand about cpo is only 45 percent of all used car shoppers actually know what certified is now those are all-time highs um, so we're seeing growth year over year but still there's a tremendous amount of growth available to us on the used car side um, because frankly some of the work that we've done as an industry to really educate consumers on the value of CPO hasn't quite sunk in yet which is again I, I think is a very good thing. So why would an automaker decide it should do a CPO program? What's the advantage to a new car company selling used cars under warranty? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Number one is it helps them sustain the value of their vehicles over the long term. Um, so that's great. Uh, so from a remarketing perspective, it has intense value. Um, the other side is loyalty rates. It actually drives loyalty from a consumer perspective. 49% um, of all uh, used car buyers um, who buy certified are actually um, more likely to actually move into a new car when they go back into the purchase cycle. Now, that actually um, increases when you look at millennials, 18 to 34. It actually jumps to 52%. So when you talk about um, a good way to start consumers off and move them into a new car, um, Certified's a great way to do it. Todd, is that how you see it at Ford? Exactly. We, we have some uh, great research that comes from J.D. Power, so it's independent research, which we really love, that validates some of our internal metrics. And we're seeing upwards of 66% uh, of our Ford CPO customers and a similar uh, statistic from Lincoln when they return to the dealership, their subsequent purchase will be a new Ford or Lincoln product. And, and that's probably 15 to 20 points higher than what a non-CPO owner who returned to our dealership as far as moving up into a new product. So that's one of the values that we see as, a, as, a, as an OEM into the certified industry. Okay, so it's great for brand and resale and all those good, warm, huggy kind of things. What about making money on them? Does the factory uh, make money on selling these used cars or working through the dealers to sell them? Well, it's really an investment for Ford Motor Company and I think for any other OEM. Um, we make our money when we wholesale new vehicles to, to dealers. So 
Um, there's not a uh, in income stream other than the certification fee on the CPO, but we're in it for the long haul. We're in it for the long-term values. As, as Jared said, it, it helps us uh, build residual values. We see uh, an immense owner loyalty aspect and a, and a building of the brand and our portfolio of customers. And we're willing to invest because those more than offset the cost of participating in this in this business. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not often that you actually find something that most consumers don't understand, but it's been available to them for a number of years, that when you explain it to them, they actually go, okay, that makes sense to me and I'm willing to pay for it. Again, what we've seen with used car shoppers is they're willing to pay $2,032 extra um, for a certification 2032? program. 2032? 2032, that's the number, <laughs> very specific. That's the number that our research has shown. But it's not often that you actually see that in, in, in something that's been in existence for a while in this business that we just have under leveraged. That's why I get so excited about it. I think there's real, real growth in this. Sam, is that right? I mean, our consumer, I, I always think car buyers want the best, cheapest deal that they can get. Do they really willingly spend an extra $2,032 more to get a CPO card. Well, you know, it, um, very rarely do we have a situation where we have an identical car that's certified and non-certified, and, and I don't know whether we'd really get $2,032 for this one or this one, but I think the, the concept is absolutely true. There are customers who have different budgets, right? And so some customers buy brand new cars because they can afford them. Some customers buy the 16-year-old kid, you know, a $4,000 car because they know it's going to get, you know, beaten up. Um, but I think that, that there is definitely a value for that transparency and that peace of mind that we've yes. been talking about. And, <clears throat> and there's also some self-selection, right? I'm going to charge more for a car that's newer and younger and fewer miles than I can get for a car that's a little older. So I think there's a combination there. But the value... And, and I, th I agree with you, the customer really doesn't understand it, but boy, when you see them get it, they, they're so, oh yeah, I, I actually, I want that. So, can, can you lease a CPO car or do you have to buy it outright? Uh, very few manufacturers are doing used car leasing. Um, the, the, the problem with used car leasing is, uh, you know, the, the old, the, you would think used car leasing would be great because <clears throat> all the depreciation happens when you drive it off the showroom floor, all those kinds of things. The reality is, the manufacturers help out the lease customer by, you know, giving some incentives, and there's nobody to give incentives on the on a used car. <clears throat> so, you know, a lease price on a two-year-old car might be the same as a lease price on a brand new car. Well, nobody's going to take that deal. So, what you're finding then is it's definitely worth dealers having CPO cars on their lot. No question about it. Yeah. And I, I've heard, is it true you actually have pretty good margins on them? Maybe even better than. Uh, than the new cars themselves? Um, you know, it depends on the market. Uh, and, and it depends on what's going on, you know, in terms of uh, uh, supply and demand of used cars. Right now, used cars are really tough to find. Um, and so I would say our margins are a little bit down on the used car side. Um, <clears throat> another couple of years, you know, as the, as the market shakes back out, uh, then margins could get better. Jared, in fact, you've been running around pointing out that there's and you tell me the numbers. There's a lot of cars coming off yep. lease this year yes. that presumably could be remarketed as CPOs. Yeah, we, we've seen when you look at uh, lease rates and the, the vehicles that are coming back into the market, um, we believe there's 9 million certifiable vehicles that will hit the market um, over the next three years. So there should be plenty of supply as it relates to used car. Um, I'm sorry, as it relates to certifiable vehicles over the next several years. And again, I think that aligns with some of the demographic shifts that we're seeing as well. Um, like we mentioned earlier, younger buyers are actually 
actually very aspirational. Millennials in particular are very aspirational in terms of the brands that they associate themselves with. And so certified is a great way because of the loyalty rates that we've talked about to get them into your brand, into a vehicle that maybe they couldn't have afforded on the new car side, let them grow into it, and then move them into the new car um, when the time is right. That's a great point, Todd. Uh, I hear that a lot of people, once they find out, oh, I can get a, a car that's used but in very good shape, it's been inspected, it comes with a warranty, I want a luxury car. Mm -hmm. How do you sell Ford brand CPO cars when, as Jared's saying, millennials want to have you know, a more upscale image and everybody realizes they can now step into a luxury car? Well, I think there's a, a, a indefinite demand for low mileage, good quality used vehicles, and certainly with a brand as as strong as Ford uh, and and our Lincoln brand, which is growing rapidly, it's really not a problem to um, basically the salespeople at the dealerships do a great job when they explain the value of what comes with a, a certified vehicle and the warranty. I mean, things like roadside assistance. Uh, one of the interesting pieces of research we saw that one of the most important things to millennials when you question them about um, when you question them about the benefits of CPO, they love roadside assistance because whoa, whoa, they don't... Whoa. They Wait, don't, explain a minute. You, you get roadside assistance with a CPO it, car. Exactly, for, for the life of the ownership because they don't... So they you don't, mean you get in a problem, you got a phone number to call and the tow exactly. truck comes Mo out to millennials you. Millennials love that feature of a certified pre-owned because they would rather just use their smartphone and call somebody and have them take care of their problems. So... <laughs> So another added, added feature and benefit to, to the certified vehicles. Sam, do you see buyers coming in and realizing, hey, I can step up a whole new class of vehicle if Absolutely. By, by going Absolutely. CPO? Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's different for every buyer, right? So stepping up mm -hmm. to a millennial might not be getting into a BMW. It might be getting into the, the more sporty or luxury version of a Buick or a Ford. Uh, but to them, that's their advantage. They don't have to settle for the cheap, you know, nondescript, yeah. whatever. They can get something more special. Totally agree. I've got to believe, too, that uh, one of the advantages of getting into a nearly new car is it nearly has all the new technology that the latest ones do. Right. Is that something that you find driving people into these cars, a navigation screen, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and the like. Yeah, particularly in the millennials. They know exactly what's in these cars, and they, they don't want to settle for a four-year-old car that doesn't have it. So if they're after Bluetooth or they want to integrate their uh, iPod, you know, then, then that's what they're looking for. Todd, is there a danger with the, the 9 million cars coming off leases in the next three years that Jared talks about of starting to drive down prices of used cars? And the reason I say that is, as you well know, uh, I'm saying this more for the benefit of those who don't follow the industry that much. In 2008 and 2009, the, the new car market collapsed. Well, used cars start out as new cars. And when the new car market collapses, there's a shortage of used ones, and that's driven up the price. So I guess that's a long way of asking you, do you think prices are going to start to go down? I think it's, it's been very surprising so far the last. There's been a lot of industry experts that have predicted that, that the bottom would start to fall out of, of used vehicles. But quite honestly, uh, the data would say that's not happening. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it just speaks to the demand. I mean, when you look at um, the average age and mileage of, of a used car that's traded in on a, at a dealership today, it's, it's sometimes six, seven years, well over 100,000 miles. So... Again, these lease products are really the heart. They're the, they're the best used cars that manufacturers have. Um, I know in the Ford and Lincoln dealers retain about 80% of those vehicles on our dealer lots, and they're just perfect CPOs. So again, 
low mileage, um, reconditioned to like new standards. Again, I think there's almost an indefinite demand right now given the market dynamics for cars of that nature. So and I, I, I don't think the price is really going to fall out of, out, of, out of the market. I think you make a great point, too. You know, if you think about, you know, 10 years ago, the average used car in a dealer's lot was a rental car, right, with 30,000 miles on it. Who knows who the heck was driving it? It was the cheap version of whatever the, the model is. Now they're off-lease cars, and so they're the GS model or the, you know, XLT or whatever it is, and, and they're cars people desire. And so I think that's helping keep prices where they are. Yeah, and we sometimes forget just how big the used car market is in this country, right? I mean, depending on, you know, what estimate you're looking at, it's between 42 and 43 million cars a year are sold in the used car market. So, you know, we will see a little bit of price pressure on the used cars, but there's a lot of demand out there. This isn't always about substituting a new for a CPO. Um, I think where the real growth is, is substituting some of the normal used cars with a CPO car and moving them closer to new. Um, So there's a lot of demand in this market. Sam, sounds like a great deal. You can sell a car as new or lease it. When it comes off lease, you can CPO it. When it comes back from that, you can sell it as a used car. How many times can you sell a car? Oh, the cars have five or six lives. Don't worry. (laughs) That's pretty good. So, uh, Todd, we've been talking all about how great this is, how the business is booming, but I I think it was Jared that said 45% of buyers never... Used shoppers. Of used shoppers don't even know CPO exists. 45 do, the rest don't. Oh, the rest don't. So even a greater percentage do not even know about it. What do you do about this? Well, it's uh, we, we message uh, CPO quite a bit in our fixed marketing, and I think uh, just like a lot of OEMs, we've picked up the pace of our fixed marketing activities. But, but and, and Sam can probably echo this, the, the real education comes when the customer hits the dealer lot. Yeah. And we spend a lot of our time and, and effort uh, working with our, our dealers that are participating in this industry to train their salespeople, to help them leverage and communicate the value of CPO. And, and to Jared's point, really our mission, we're not here to substitute for new vehicles. We want to sell anytime there's an opportunity. We want to put the customer in a new vehicle. But for those customers that desire a used vehicle, we want to sell them a certified Vehicle. We think there's a real opportunity, too, when uh, consumers are shopping online to help them understand the trade-off, right? What is the value of a certified versus a non-certified? Um, you know, as we all know, 15 and a half hours is what's spent shopping um, on average for a consumer with 60% of that time online. Historically, we've introduced certified at the very beginning of the process as opposed to at the end of the process when they're in the vehicle selection or vehicle attribute kind of waiting process. Um, I think we as an industry can do a much better job with that as well. Getting them to a place where they understand the value so that when they show up at the dealership, then it's a, it's, it's a little bit less of a, uh, of a process of education from, from the ground up, um, but actually more of uh, helping them then select which vehicle is right for them. Is it the certified or is it the non-certified or is it the new car? Sam, what, what do you do to get the word out about CPO? Well, I think um, one, one of the things that, uh, as we've talked about several times today, that different buyers have different things that they're looking for. So those 45% that do know about it, they want it, and they won't buy a car unless they have it. So when we list our cars on AutoTrader, we make sure if it's certified, that's one of the first things we talk about because that buyer won't buy something without it. Um, th- you know, as far as the 55% that don't know, I agree. I think most of those customers are going to find out when they get to the showroom, and we're going to explain it to them. And a lot of times, that customer drives out in a certified car. Hmm. Very interesting. So, 
If I'm an astute consumer, why don't I just go out and really do a lot of shopping and buy an extended warranty and save a whole bunch of money over CPO? Well, I think you'll find that in, in most cases, it, it, it may be a better value proposition to the consumer to buy a certified product given that the warranty is inherent and comes with the vehicle. And again, the manufacturers are supporting this effort um, because of the long-term value of those consumers. So really when you do the math and you sit down, and, and we do this all the time in, in educating our dealerships to talk to consumers, hey, you can buy a non-certified vehicle and you can buy the extended warranty, but when you really look at the math, the payment comes out very near um, each other. I mean, sometimes within a matter of a couple dollars, in fact, our research says. And the, again, all the bells and whistles, the warranties, the roadside assistance, uh, all the things that come with the certified, it's just a better value proposition for the consumer. And brand matters, right? We're talking about peace of mind here from a consumer perspective. So a warranty company that they're unfamiliar with versus Ford Motor Company backing a warranty, right. those are two very different value propositions. And so certifying being based on delivering peace of mind, brand absolutely matters. Sam, so many consumers these days buying new, spend a lot of time online researching. What's the used car buyer like? Do they do that kind of exactly research? Exactly the same. Yeah, it's funny. <clears throat> we talk about this all the time because you know we, we, we have the, the traditional brick and mortar salespeople and then we have our internet salespeople and there's always the concern, right? That, oh, they're gonna, those guys are gonna take over my business and, you know, and all. What we find is 95%, maybe it's up above that now, of customers shop online first. I don't know what the other 5% are doing, but the 95% are the ones we want anyway. And what we find is, in, 10 years ago, somebody would walk into a, our, our showroom and sit down with a salesperson and say, well, I'm looking for a sedan. I want to spend about 12 grand. Well, what do you got? We don't ever have anybody ask that anymore. They call or come in, and even though they're shopped online, they didn't go through the online internet, which we can, which they can do, mm -hmm. but they call or come in and they say, I want that red Impala that you have on the used car lot for you, this is $12,995. By VIN number, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, the, the used car customer is no different than the new car customer in doing all that research ahead of time, and, and they know what they're looking for, and, and, and now they're coming in to buy the car. Very interesting. Yeah. Todd, what about uh, the commercial side of things? Does CPO apply to that as well, or is there any any market there for it? I don't think that any OEM has really um, uh, ventured into the commercial aspect of, of CPO. And again, those um, I think it's a little bit different uh, type of uh, user, and you know, a lot of miles, a lot of industrial use, a lot of businesses. So we haven't ventured into that space, and and I really don't know of any other OEM that's that's gone into the the commercial aspect of, of the certified industry. Uh, well, I mean, we at GM, we can certify uh, you know, a cargo van or a, a commercial pickup truck. The challenge there is most people who buy those things don't turn them in in two years, right? They, they, <laughs> they, they run the wheels with, off. Yeah, they come back with 120,000 miles on them, and they're a little bit beyond the uh, program there. Right, <laughs> gotcha. Right. Yeah, I, I, I was just curious. Yeah. Do you, Jared, do you see trends? I mean, we know right now in the U.S. market, mm -hmm. CUVs are as hot as they come. Mm -hmm. the, the whole truck segment's going gangbusters. Yep. Does CPO mirror that? 
Yes, you're seeing growth in CPO, right? 23%, on average, 23%. No, but what I meant is, are, are, are people coming in specifically looking for CPO CUVs or CPO pickups or anything like totally that? Totally fair. I apologize. Yeah, so yeah. when you think about the shopping trends, what we're seeing is we're seeing increases of inventory on our site, and our site is largely inventory-based. And so that drives the behavior of a consumer. So, you know, there's 13% more CPO vehicles today than there were this time last year. Makes sense. It's, it's the growth of the market. Um, and so what you're doing is you're finding consumers be exposed to certified more, which means that they're then going in and asking for certified a bit more. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's more about finding it when they find the vehicle and then trading off on, do I want this? Does this give me peace of mind versus another vehicle that's, that, that's similar? Um, then it is on the front side going in and saying, I'm going to shop for certified. Again, certified is at an all-time high in terms of awareness, but that all-time high, like we've mentioned, it's, it's less than half of all used car shoppers. Yeah. John, we find that uh, what we sell new, we sell certified, and, and uh, probably Sam would echo that in, in his dealership. So as our Fusion, our, our great new Fusion, our great new Escape, as we sell more um, new Escapes and Fusions, we uh, sell more certified Fusions and Escapes. Uh, up until this past year, F-150, which is the best-selling vehicle in America, right, uh, represented our number one certified uh, sales vehicle. But uh, this, this past, I'd say, three to four months, the Fusion Escape are, are closely on its heels and probably will surpass uh, F-150 uh, sales in the certified space this year. Sam, we're down to the end here. Any trends, anything that you see going on in CPO that we haven't touched on that you think the audience should be aware of? Well, I think that, uh, you know, depending on which part of the audience we're talking to, you know, if you've got a dealer who's out there who doesn't really understand CPO or doesn't utilize CPO, I, I think that for those dealers, it's really an opportunity to get to a different kind of customer who is looking for, C, for CPO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else, Jared, to add that we haven't covered here yet? Uh, we're seeing more and more dealers do their own certified programs as well for the vehicles that don't fit neatly in the OEM program. So certified is absolutely predominantly a, a, an OEM-based program, but we are seeing more and more dealers who have independent lots or just used car lots actually venture out into their own certified programs as well. Any? I, I just think it's a terrific product. It's a win for the consumers because they get the peace of mind, the value, a great vehicle. It's a win for our dealerships. Again, they, they get an opportunity to build a long-standing customer relationship, as does the manufacturer. Well, great. I want to thank all three of you for coming in. I, I think if the audience didn't know CPO, boy, do they know it now. <laughs> and it's very interesting how fast it's growing and the value that it adds. So I want to thank you all. Jared Rowe, president of Auto Trader. Todd Fights, the national CPO manager at the Ford Motor Company. Sam Slaughter, the owner of the Sellers Auto Group. Thank you all. Thanks, John. Thank you. I want to thank all of you for having tuned in. Underwriting for Auto Line This Week has been provided by (laughs) Cars have always captured our imagination. What they look like, how they move, places they take us. And because you've always loved them, you deserve to love the experience of buying them.